Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, all of you Outpost fans, tonight is a special two-part episode where I will be covering episodes eight and nine. So I'm going to be talking all about Talon and Tobin's journey to rescue Gwyn, as well as Talon then going off on her journey with Zed. Janzo, you know, being the scientist in the room trying to find a cure for Garrett. And speaking of Garrett, him and Gwyn Wow, what a bittersweet reunion. We have a lot to discuss, so don't go anywhere. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz What's up, all of you Outpost fans? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Outpost After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. As always, I am Veronica Valencia. Uh, so sorry about last week, guys. You know, all you East Coasters got to watch the episode, but us on the West Coast, there was a football game, so the episode did not air at its normal time. But we are back, and we are ready to dive into both episodes. You know, I'm going to, as I had mentioned, I'm going to get into all about this rescue mission, Garrett coming back but now being in prison and Janzo trying to find a cure for him, Gwyn trying to re-strategize what is her fate with Tobin, Talon and Zed, is that a thing now? Oh my gosh. And of course, we're going to get into our special segment and name our scene stealer for probably both these episodes, I would say. But before we get into any of that, I just kind of want to start off with uh, my review of episode eight. Uh, this this was a really good episode, guys. I think because it was finally that moment we have all been waiting for where Garrett comes back and everyone has to kind of face the reality that he is ch- he is a changed man and he does not have good intentions toward, you know, Talon or Gwyn especially. So, you know, the episode starts off. Gwyn is already very skeptical of, like, what's happening. I'm sure Garrett wasn't saying anything to her like normal. Uh, and my first thought was... You know, he's not killing her. You know, he didn't blink an eye when he killed Marshall, which, by the way, I think at this point, I think it's safe to say Marshall is really dead. (laughs) I had some... I had some belief that maybe, you know, he survived and they were trying to do some, you know, weird mind control with him like they were doing Garrett, but he hasn't shown up for the last couple episodes, so maybe it's safe to assume he's dead. I don't know. We'll see. What do you think? Um, But... You know, he was very, Garrett, excuse me, was very quick to kill the marshal. He was very quick to stab Talon, uh, even though that was kind of a naive mistake, which I'll get into in a minute. But he is not quick to kill Gwyn, and that might honestly just be because the Three and the Prime Order have a bigger goal in mind or have a bigger plan in mind when it comes to Gwyn. Whatever that may be, I actually don't really know. So please give me your ideas on what that may be. But he is definitely, you know, keeping her alive for a purpose. And so Talon comes back and Tobin is getting drunk, which, you know, you know, the guy kind of got stood up at the altar. So even Janzo puts a, I understand why you're doing this. And, you know, Talon sets off to go save Gwyn. And guys, was I the only one that was like, Garrett, why are you surprised that Talon is here? Because the thing about Garrett being brainwashed is that he 
doesn't he doesn't have memory loss he completely remembers Gwyn he remembers Talon he remembers Janzo he remembers the outpost he remembers everything at this moment he is just convinced that Gwyn is a false queen and Talon is you know the the reaper that is going to cause all of this uh chaos so he if since he has all of his memories he should very well know Talon's strength her ability her stubbornness to you know stay alive basically like she's a survivor he should know her strength and her abilities I mean even last season we were all like Talon can totally kick Garrett's butt so he shouldn't be surprised that she's still alive I don't know I got that impression that he was surprised and I was like you really shouldn't be you know how strong she is (laughs) so that was just kind of like a funny uh thing that I had in mind uh I want to give a shout out this was some very this whole fight scene with Tobin Talon you know trying to save Gwen I thought the stunt choreography was very nice Hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price Well why didn't you say so Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again So download the Priceline app today your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. And actually, before we even saw the episode, they came out with some promotional pictures that looked really cool. So shout out to the stunt choreography and this. This was a really, really entertaining battle. And so Talon, you know, is able to rescue Gwyn, and of course Gwyn doesn't want Garrett dead, which, you know, I don't think Talon wants Garrett dead either, so she just leaves him unconscious, which I totally called that they were going to somehow win the battle between Garrett and take him back as a prisoner, which is what they did. Uh, So I definitely called that. (laughs) Um, And, but in the process, Tobin gets shot with some arrows, and, you know, he... Basically, Gwyn is very worried because this whole relationship with Gwyn and Tobin, which I'll get into a little bit later, um, but Talon says, like, oh, what would Janzo do? And in my head, guys, I was thinking to myself, well, I don't know, Talon, why didn't you let him come with you? You know, I think Janzo and maybe some other characters may feel Janzo is best suited at the outpost because science and, you know, logic is kind of his strength, not fighting. However, I'm totally down for for talent or someone to give Janzo very basic combat training. Like, he, in no way, shape, or form is he going to be a fighter. That's just not his strength. But he can definitely get trained in some type of combat, so at least he can defend himself and go on these missions to, you know, be of assistance. Because there's always going to, you know, be injuries. There's always going to be maybe something that Janzo can research and look up and be of assistance. So if you give him some combat training, he could totally be valuable in these kinds of situations. So Talon, next time, what would Janzo do? Nuh-uh. Just train him and let him come with you. That's what I say. Let me know in the comments or, guys, we have a live chat for, you know, those who are watching us on YouTube. We have a live chat. Or for those listening on iTunes, please always leave a review and comment. I love to see your conversation. And, yeah, I'm asking, like, should Janzo get basic combat training? I definitely think so. Uh, I want to get give a shout-out to Adam Rodriguez in the chat who is saying, The look on Gwen's face to Garrett changed 
broke her heart. Yes, it it really did. And I'll probably get into more of that in episode nine since that's kind of, we see more of Gwen's reaction to Garrett. So I'll probably talk about that more there. Um, Now, so yeah, they take Garrett back and basically hold him captured and they're trying to question him and figure out everything that's going on. I actually also want to get into a quick specific moment between Garrett and Gwen. And I want to get everyone's, I want to get your thoughts on this as well. So at the camp, Garrett is really pressuring Gwen to confess that she's a false queen. Obviously, Gwen is not a false queen, or at least as far as the audience is concerned. And so she doesn't believe anything. She doesn't understand, excuse me, what Garrett is saying. But he is like really just trying to get out of her like tell me tell me the truth tell me all the lies that you've told me all these years and I personally got the impression that this was Garrett's last effort to really fight his feelings and get over Gwen because as we saw in uh, a few episodes ago he was having a romantic relationship with Sana but when he was you know being intimate with Sana, he was envisioning Gwen. So I think about, I could say about maybe 90% of Garrett at this point is far gone, but maybe there's 10% that still has that special place for Gwen. And I really think that this moment, he wanted something, something to sever that that last piece of Gwen that he's holding on to. He wanted her to confess and say, yes, I've lied to you. Yes, I've been using you this entire time. So that way he can wipe his hands clean with her and not have those feelings. And I think that's this was that last attempt. But obviously Gwen's not going to confess because she's not been lying to him. Um, so I don't know. He's uh, I think he's definitely fighting his feelings on this one. I don't think he is 100 percent brainwashed, but he's definitely uh, very far gone. Uh, OM shout out to OMG Justin who was saying it makes more sense now that we found out Garrett was taking some type of serum. Yes, and I'm definitely going to go into more of that in episode nine when I talk about that. But we've been seeing him use this quote unquote medicine for a while now, so we could have assumed from the beginning that that was keeping this power over him. Definitely. Uh, and shout out to Paul D in the chat saying maybe Janzo joining in the fight would be fun as a once in a while thing as to not mess with the dynamic. I agree. I think every once in a while having Janzo kind of tune into the fight and he, like I said he wouldn't be a fighter it would just be like Janzo's like quirkiness of fighting that would you know be a comical but also just allow him to protect himself and go and be able to go further on these journeys with everyone uh, because he would be able to protect himself and then he could also be valuable with anything else that comes along. So let's go into Talon and Zed real quick in episode eight with once again, we're doing this dance back and forth, back and forth. I don't trust you. Well, if you did this, we can trust you, but you didn't do it. So how are we supposed to trust you doing this as in like you didn't go save Gwen? Now she's not going to trust you. No, I can't trust you kind of thing. And it's this dance that we've been doing for the last couple of episodes, guys, where they feel like they can't trust each other. And I have to say, Talon was really cool this entire episode, but this was the one kind of storyline where I felt uh, I wasn't 100%, 100% on her side. And I think that's because, you know, Talon doesn't have the knowledge. She wasn't there 
way back when, when all of the black bloods were put into the portal and essentially had to fend for themselves and they were never released. So Talon has a very positive outlook on humans. You know, she was adopted by humans. She has befriended humans that trust her and protect her. Uh, Obviously, Zed doesn't have that same outlook. He only sees humans as the people who tricked him into going into the portal. So she's going to trust humans and want to protect humans. Zed doesn't like humans. He's not going to trust humans because of what they did to him. And it makes sense, you know, that, you know, he... It makes sense that he would dislike humans. And he even says, like, you know, we were in there because we had to survive. Talon is very... What's the word I'm looking for? She's very cautious of Zed just because she can't fully trust that he was not part of the Black Fists like Reb was. But, you know, he even put it... He's like, of course we were going to work together. They That particular group found a way for us to survive. So, you know, of course we're going to work together in order to survive. And they were very resourceful. So... But that's not who I am. And it's very tough for Talon to trust that. So, you know, of course we go this back and forth, back and forth kind of thing. Um, I I say, I would say I believe Zed because, yeah, when you're trapped in uh, that kind of dimension for so long and we saw a glimpse of it a few episodes ago of just how rough the terrain was, how probably rough living conditions were, I would believe that he would work with anybody in order for the chance to survive. Especially if you're trapped and you have no idea when you're going to be out. So, you know, they have to come to some sort of agreement to be able to trust each other. Because right now, this back and forth, back and forth, it seems like they're never going to be on the same page. And that's very frustrating. (laughs) Very frustrating. Uh, I kind of want to go into Janzone now in episode 8. So, you know... In the beginning, he's still finding a cure for the Plagueling, which I have to be honest, guys. This Plagueling storyline is not, you know, 100%, uh, in, like, it doesn't have me 100%. I'm not 100% invested in this storyline. And I don't know if it's just because the other storylines feel more relevant for uh, and the Plagueling storyline is just kind of something that has been lingering, has been a lingering storyline since season one. I don't know where they're going with this one. I don't know if the Plagueling cure will also be a cure to something else, or if, you know, the Plagueling cure, maybe they, they'll be able to use Plaguelings as part of their army instead of Lakiri, and then they'll be able to you know, change people back because they have a cure. I'm very curious what this Plagueling storyline will turn into because right now it doesn't feel uh, super necessary. It doesn't feel like if they didn't include it, I think the story would still be able to go on. I'm also wondering if maybe it's sticking around the storyline because it's helping build Janzo's foundation of being a scientist. You know, we've already kind of established Talon as our protagonist. She kicks butt. Garrett was a soldier. He kicks butt. Gwyn is our royal. You know, she's keeping the balance between her people, but also trying to, you know, make sure that she's protected against the Prime Order. And Janzo's our scientist. So maybe he would need some kind of storyline to build up his character. Maybe that's what this is. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Let me know what you think in the comments, because, yeah, right now this storyline isn't really doing all that much for me and I'm very curious on how it will evolve how you think it will evolve where it will go how it can play into some other type of character or storyline so yeah let me know let me know I would love to hear your thoughts and theories all right 
Last little point for episode eight is Tobin and Gwyn. Okay. My initial reaction. Uh, I don't think they will be a couple. It, it did seem kind of quick, them falling for each other, I guess, if, if that's what we're going to say. Uh, I... You know, I think, if anything, Tobin may be falling for Gwyn, but I don't think Gwyn is necessarily falling for Tobin. She might have some type of, you know, um, some type of feeling towards him, but it might just be platonic, or it might be, oh, he saved my life. I really, that was a very caring gesture that he did, you know, I'm, I'm really feeling sentimental for him or whatever that may be. I don't necessarily think she loves him. I think it was also part of the fact that she was going to marry him so that she can better the army to protect the outpost. My thing is, so long as Garrett lives, I don't think Gwyn will really move on. And I could be completely wrong on that. Maybe with Garrett being so brainwashed and, as I'm going to talk about in the next episode, seeing Garrett that way, maybe it'll convince her well, not to convince her, but maybe it'll help her move on to something, at, or at least at this point, is less toxic. I mean, I don't know if her and Tobin would have a toxic relationship. Uh, I, I mean, it's it's definitely a political relationship, uh, but can it morph into something more genuine and more romantic? Uh, again, give me your thoughts. I, as of right now, I don't see that being a genuine relationship. I seeing it being a relationship out of necessity because of the situation that they're in. Would it be nice for Gwyn to, uh, for Gwyn and Tobin to find each other in a different part of lo- in a different time in life and have it more genuine? Sure, you know, let's let's try that. But I think for right now, that relationship just doesn't seem like it will really go anywhere. At least not in this season. And that's just kind of where I stand on that. But you know, let me know where you guys stand on uh, these relationships. All right, now. Because I said this was a special two-part episode, we're now going to talk about episode nine. But before I go into that, I just wanted to say, you know, thank you all for tuning in and for helping us be the ESPN of TV Talk here at AfterBuzz TV. It means so much to us that you tune in, that you subscribe. And speaking of all that, you know, if you are on YouTube right now, make sure that you subscribe. Or if you're on iTunes, give us a five-star rating because, you know, one through four do not work but wherever you are be sure to get involved in the conversation whether it's you know social media or on youtube or in the reviews on itunes just get involved in the conversation i love seeing these theories and being able to talk with you all and you know at after buzz we have so many shows that you can get involved in and that you can talk about with us we have We're doing fantasy now, but we also have superhero shows. We do Netflix shows. We do action shows, comedy shows. We do everything, dramas. And and you know what? If we don't have it, we will make it. We actually just launched ABTV Latino, which J-Lo... Uh, my girl in the sky who helps produce and engineer the show. She actually had a big part in getting that started. So, Jayla, I'm actually... Jayla, give yourself a round of applause. Do we have that cue? Come on. Yes, thank you so much, um, Veronica, for shouting us out. <laughs> We're so excited to be starting this new channel. And, you know, yeah, if you guys want to watch anything or if you guys have any ideas, please let us know. Definitely leave us any messages or tell us what you guys want to see in our channel as well, too. 
Yes, definitely give that a shout out. You know, like I said, if we don't have it, we will make it because we know that there are people who want to see that type of content. So wherever you are, subscribe on YouTube, give us a rating on iTunes, and get involved in the conversation. So now let's go into episode nine. Now, overall thoughts on episode nine. If I'm being completely honest, I think this episode was much, it was pretty slow for me just compared to episode eight. But I think it makes sense because, you know, episode eight was this big climax of Garrett coming back. What are we going to do about him kind of thing? And episode nine is a lot of regrouping. It's a lot of, you know, trying to figure out how to save Garrett. It's a lot of, well, now that Tobin and Gwyn aren't married and they aren't combining their armies, what's what's the next plan of action to protect themselves from the Prime Order? So the overall episode to me felt very slow, and again, probably because it was a big regroup episode for the characters coming off of last episode. So I kind of want to jump right into Talon and Zed, which, oh boy, is this going to be a thing now? Uh, something about this show that has really struck me was is some of, besides maybe Gwyn and Garrett, because we saw that develop all throughout season one, I feel like some of the relationships have gone, have come up very quickly in this season. And even though I kind of just mentioned I don't think Tobin and Gwyn are necessarily a couple or have a, or are, are engaging in a genuine relationship, it's very political. I also think Talon and Zed aren't I don't know. I don't think they are necessarily a couple. Because, you know, we have the whole scene with them where they are under the stars. And, you know, they're kind of having this this really good heart-to-heart moment. And it's probably significant for Talon because she's never, you know, been with another black blood. Both, you know, spiritually and physically, as, as we see. Uh, so, you know, this is probably a very interesting moment for her where she's getting to open up about being a black blood because she's been in hiding. She, she grew up hiding her entire life. She cut off the points of her ears so that she could live peacefully and not have people after her. So the fact that she's able to kind of be with someone of her own kind and open up and actually be able to talk about what she is is probably very significant for her. And, you know, even Zed says, like, oh, there's a special bond between black bloods that you would never get with a human. And, of course, Talon's like, well, I'm gonna try. So they start kissing, and I was like, okay, kissing, this is interesting. And then they have some sexy fun times. <laughs> Which, you know, again, I don't think this was, like, a oh, I'm I'm really, you know, I'm really starting to like you. I'm going to share this special intimate moment with you. I think this was more talent testing the waters of what Zed was saying, of having this kind of instant bond, this instant physical kind of maybe chemistry with another black blood. I think, you know, as I was saying, I think it's very significant, you know, that she's being able to experiment with someone of her own kind in both senses. So I don't necessarily think that that is a relationship as of yet. I think that was just kind of, you know, testing the bonds of black bloods. And then, of course, you know, uh, Talon, she basically is going on this journey with Zed. And we learned that from Zed, uh, just basically, again, you know, kind of how he feels about humans and how Talon feels about humans. You know, she's basically saying, oh, my tr- my my tribe, my family, we lived very peacefully. We didn't, you know, build, you know, build weapons. We lived peacefully among humans. And Zed was basically telling her, well, yeah, because you chose to be passive amongst humans. 
Which, you know, makes total sense because uh, it might have been in the last episode that I forgot to mention. Gwen asks, oh, hey, how come your mom, Talon, didn't bring back the Black Bloods when she did? And I had two theories. One could have been maybe it just wasn't time. Maybe there was a specific time to bring them back and it just wasn't it. Maybe they were building to something bigger. Or, and it makes sense hearing this from Zed now, maybe at that time they were at peace and if they were to bring the Black Bloods from the portal those black bloods specifically had resentment towards humans because of how they were tricked into the portal so if the black bloods brought them back there could be some tension some war and probably the black bloods of talon's time didn't want that because they found peace or in zed's words because they were passive but that would make a lot of sense if talon's mom didn't bring them back because they were peaceful and they didn't want to deal with the resentful black bloods and then at the very end, they kind of find the the two pieces of the key, which I'm hoping next episode we'll get to know a little bit more about that. Magic, to me, in this show is still kind of very much unexplained. It's still very much a mystery. And so I'm hoping next week we'll get a little bit more in depth of, you know, what this gem is, what the key is, where this uh, Verandon place that they're supposed to be going to that Janzo mentioned Uh so it'd be good to get a little bit more backstory on that. Mm. Now, uh, for this episode, I want to get into Janzo and Garrett. <laughs> Janzo. Janzo's always a comedian. He's always very comical, his stuff, even sometimes if he doesn't mean it. Uh, this episode, this it was very fun watching him this episode just because, you know, he is he has zero chill. He is so over Garrett and just you know the lies and you know Garrett trying to escape and the guard coming in trying to kill Janzo he's just not having it with Garrett and the constant nothing's wrong with me I'm totally fine you're being lied to come on Janzo don't you see it so it's just kind of fun to see Janzo's now how he reacts to Garrett now versus how he would you know uh work with him when he was normal excuse me so, yeah, with this, you know, bittersweet reunion, because as I had mentioned, Gwen still loves Garrett, but he, you know, she, her words were, you know, you're breaking my heart, Garrett, obviously, to see him like that. But he was manipulating her so hard. And I was like, Gwen, you, you, I've, you know, and I, you know, maybe she truly did believe him. There's going to be a point where Garrett is going to be truthful, but because we as an audience, know like how brainwashed she is when is it going to be the moment where we're like okay i actually believed you because as soon as he started spewing out to gwen like oh i love you i'm sorry i never meant to hurt you i was like girl he's manipulating you but when is it going to be that moment where garrett is where the medicine is rubbing off and he's starting to be genuine that's going to be interesting one to pick out uh, OMG Justin in the chat is saying Talon and Zed can only end badly. Zed wants to get as far away from humans as possible and Talon's friends are all humans and I don't think she will leave them. It's true he did bring up about you know he did bring up black bloods living remotely and finding peace uh, in a land that's days away from humans. So I I don't know. I think there's the possibility for Zed to come around to humans, but right now they are polar opposites. And, you know, he even makes the point that Talon might be the one to kind of bring peace to both sides and live everybody live harmoniously. So we'll see what happens with that. 
Adam is saying, I knew Talon and Zed were going to hook up earlier in the season, but I have a feeling that Zed will betray Talon and bring all the Black Bloods to the outpost. That's an interesting thought because, you know, I've I've thought Zed so far has had pretty good intentions. I think he has been someone that Talon can trust. So if he goes back on his word and actually betray her like that, that would be a very interesting storyline to follow. I'm very curious if, if they're thinking of going that route. Um, but yeah, we finally figure out what exactly this quote-unquote medicine Garrett is drinking, and it is a Nyasa root, uh, which basically when you drink it in high concentrations, you are the patient is compliant and susceptible to suggestions. So basically brainwashing. Does Garrett believe this? Probably not, but he is starting to... It's like an addiction, you know? He's been taking that for so long, which at the same time, he would have to stay on that his entire life in order to keep the brainwashing up, and I'm very curious on why he never once questioned, why am I still taking medicine after I'm fully healed? Um, you know, I wonder how Sana explained that to him. I'd love to get your guys' theories on that. But we finally learn what it is, and right now he's basically going through withdrawal from his addiction, and he's like, I need that, I need that to survive. So we'll see just how long it takes for it to wear off, because Janzo says it could be weeks, but we'll see. And um, I mean, but judging by the end of this episode, I don't think it's going to happen for long. But I was going to say, so long as he's locked up, he's definitely not going to be able to get that. And there's a stronger chance for the old Garrett to resurface sooner. Uh, Now let's go into Gwyn and Tobin. You know, this was kind of the big kind of regrouping part of the episode. They're not married, so they're not necessarily going to uh, combine... Well, I shouldn't say that. They're not married, so they're not going to be able to strike the deal with Milas and get his army. And it doesn't seem like Milas was a good guy anyway, because as we learned this episode, he's working with the Prime Order. He also thinks Gwyn is a false queen. So, Gwyn, I didn't think you want his army anyway. But, you know, Gwyn and the mistress kind of had this moment where, oh, can we trust Tobin? Is he going to go against us? What's going to happen with this guy? And, you know, I would say they have every right to be skeptical, you know, I mean, at first you could think, oh, it's never going to happen. He hates his cousin. He literally told us he hates his cousin and he didn't even want to make this deal with him. But, you know, things are starting to turn south. Tobin didn't necessarily get what he wanted. So it's very easy to kind of think, oh, he might betray us. Um, so I understand where they're coming with that. But, you know, Tobin doesn't. He's still... And this goes back to what I was saying earlier about how I think he cares about Gwyn more than Gwyn cares about him. Because he still cares about Gwyn's well-being. He still wants, you know, to make sure that she's okay. And so, you know, they kind of share a moment towards the end of the episode. Which, again, you know, I'm very curious on how this relationship will end up. Because now that Garrett is back in the picture, and if towards the end of the season Garrett does resurface as the old him, I wonder how this will affect Gwen and her relationship with Tobin. If she'll want to actually pursue a romantic relationship with Tobin or if she'll go back to Garrett because that's like her one true love. Very interesting love triangle right now. Um, but yeah, so obviously uh, Tobin isn't falling for it. Like, Milas offered him a really good deal. Like, oh, you can be governor, but under my rule... And I'm like, is that really a good deal, though? You would you would still technically be under... You'd be, you'd be in a position still under your cousin. He would still have power over you. And based on how you introduced your cousin, I don't think that's something that 
you would like. So I don't know. It, was it a good deal? Did, did you think Tobin would uh, betray Gwyn? Let me know. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, let's see. And then the last person I kind of want to talk about is the mistress. You know, she was a good sense of comical relief in this episode, too. You know, just kind of how she has this confidence in this new position working with Gwyn and how she was able to get her sister out of the outpost. She felt so accomplished because there's this, like, you know, rivalry between them. And, you know, she's still selling her Calypsum and living large and... You know, now she has Munt going out doing her spying, which Munt going off on a donkey was or a mule or whatever it was. I wouldn't expect nothing less. <laughs> Let's just say that. Um, but, you know, she's always she's always fun to kind of see what she's up to. I feel like she's the one person in the outpost who who really just doesn't care. She's going to go off and sell her Calypsum. She's going to feed the guards to the plaguelings and not care, you know. So sometimes it's kind of nice to have that character that just does their own thing, doesn't care about the consequences. And right now, she's not facing any consequences. She's kind of at the top of her game. So uh, it makes sense for her to have that confidence. And she's always... She's she's an entertaining one to follow, for sure. Uh, so now, that is a wrap on episode 9. And I want to go into our special segment, which is our scene-stealer segment. And actually, before I give my scene-stealer, I just want to give a shout-out to... OMG Justin in the chat who is saying Garrett was definitely the scene stealer for me. You know, he he was interesting. He it, it, we had kind of been waiting for this moment to get a little bit more of his story, but my scene stealer for these two episodes, I am going to give it to our girl Talon. She kicked major butt in episode nine and you know, I'm kind of liking how she's taking on this responsibility of you know, maybe bringing peace to everybody. So that's going to be an interesting journey to follow if she does go that route. Uh, and, you know, she's just she's just tough. She, you know, has the passion and the drive to save her fans. She has the passion and the drive to save the lands. And, you know, she's very caring and she's there for the people that she cares about. So you know what? You go, Talon. All right. Uh, I just want to give some last-minute shout-outs from everyone discussing in our chat. OMG Justin is saying, I think Tobin actually did betray Gwyn, but will end up helping because she trusted him. Ooh, there's a theory. I guess we'll have to find out next episode. And Adam Rodriguez is saying, Tobin will sacrifice himself to save Gwyn and the outpost. Wow, two very different theories about Tobin. One uh, one of you is saying that Tobin will be will have a noble sacrifice and the other is saying nah Tobin is totally going against Gwyn and he totally betrayed her you know what it could go either way we've seen many sides of this character and in fact you know since we're thinking about getting thinking about him and the decisions he made let's get into some predictions for next week's episode your after buzz tv predictions okay I think next week, I think next week's episode might have more heavily focus on Talon and Zed's journey because now they find this gem that's part of this key. Now they're going to go to this uh, fort, which is close to the Prime Order land and try and figure out what's in there to help them on their journey. So I think next episode might focus a little bit more on them. And it'd be nice to, like I said, get a little bit more backstory on the magic that surrounds them. Uh, I think Garrett somehow got out this episode but I don't think 
I don't think he's going to leave. I think he's going to try and do what he set out to do, which is capture Gwen. But uh, actually, Tom's gone. Nope, I think he's still going to... Because he's weak now, maybe from not having his medicine. So I think he got out. I think he's going to try and uh, kidnap Gwyn again. But I think he's just going to end up right where back, right back where he was, which is good because then it gives us time for the brainwashing to wear off. Uh, especially now that the season is, you know, getting closer to finishing. So it's like, is he going to be brainwashed at the end of the season, or is he not going to be brainwashed? We'll see. Uh. I'm also very curious on if this Janzo Naya thing will ever resurface. Not Naya coming back, but Gwyn now knows that Janzo's the one that set her free, which it's very obvious, uh, if you ask me. And so I wonder, because right now Janzo is very valuable in finding the cure for the Plague Links, finding a cure for Garrett. So I wonder if maybe in the season finale that'll come back to bite him in the butt. I don't know. I think I think with all that he will accomplish in these next few episodes, I think Gwen will give him a pass. But we'll see. She, you know, wants to be she wants to, you know, have people respect her and sometimes she the way to do that is to follow through with orders. So we'll see. But I think she'll give him a pass. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into the Outpost After Show. Thank you so much for tuning in for both last week's and this week's episode. It means so much. You can find me, Veronica Valencia, on Twitter and Instagram at it's me, Veronica underscore V. Again, thank you so much for tuning in and be sure to tune in next week. Bye, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.